Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Never a dull moment. I don't even know what that was you guys watched last night. I did not watch it. Apparently it was supposed to be a some type of a state of the union. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I'll be honest with you guys. I am so um, busy, so busy uh, out here with you guys and productive with all of you guys on the ground. Um, I... Just what I hear is wah, 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 Anytime someone from this sham stration speaks, I, I, you know, some of you love that about me. Others of you have a real problem with it because you guys want to like complain and poke fun and mock and all that. And I got other things to do because, because there are other folks out here on the ground working it hard. I mean, they are the grassroots people. You have, you guys have no idea. I'm going to encourage you to turn off even people that you have trusted, turn their voices off if they are telling you that there's no way the GOP can pull this off. Well, you're right. The GOP is not going to pull it off. The grassroots are going to pull it off. So there are already the naysayers because that's just how some people are wired. They're wired to be negative. They will never have anything positive to say because whether it's ratings or whatever it is, they're jollies or they need you to need them, some wackadoo abusive relationship they have with you as their audience. I have no idea. I am not the agent of false hope, I can tell you that. I am out here working my tail off on the ground with grassroots people all over this country, whether it's on Zoom calls, it's on the phone. I'm literally face-to-face meeting in beer halls, meeting in breweries, meeting in restaurants, meeting at GOP meetings, uh, off-site locations, private locations. I mean, you name it, I'm out there in the streets, in the hills, in the cities, in the suburbs, in the in the country, in the corn stalks, and I am, you know, we are we are working. And I'm here to tell you that by virtue of looking at numbers of people who have signed up as delegates, not only in Virginia, Georgia, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, you name it. I mean, the numbers are not lying. The numbers do not lie about how many people have engaged. And they're not just engaging to show up. But, here, but I'm going to tell you what they are engaging to do is to upend the GOP establishment. 40% of the delegates in Fulton County showed up to do exactly that this year. Why is, fam- why is Fulton County familiar to you? Because we are ground zero for election fraud in the state of Georgia. Ground zero and have been for years. So th- th- so there have been a few shenanigans going on. And some of you have, you know, um, <coughs> excuse me, kept up with me while I'm talking about this. God bless me. And, oh, this is good. Okay, so here's Marjorie, who's going to be in uh, Florida on May the 7th at an America First rally. Okay, so yours truly over here is doing the America First tour um, and getting all of our stuff up, uh, up, in, uh, stuff up and rolling right now. Okay, so I want you to listen to Marjorie Taylor Greene's thread because this is a very 
Uh, this is an exhaustive approach to to a description of what happened here recently. And why is this important? Because it's happening in your states as well, in your counties. It's happening at your conventions, your drive-throughs, your whatevers. It's it. This is how the GOP is um, maintaining what they believe is their stronghold. Okay. On April 17th, Fulton County GOP held an election for chairman. The Party of Election Integrity collected votes in nine red solo cups. This isn't a joke, by the way. The outcome was more votes than voters, and existing chair Trey Kelly, quote, won. But new people had joined. The people in outrage demanded a second vote. In the second vote, each delegate formed a single-file line, we're not making this up, and put their vote into one glass bowl themselves. A new chair was elected, Susan Opersuth, won 172-148, to beating the old chairman. Imagine that. But somehow, the party of election integrity has now awarded the old chairman, Trey Kelly, his chairmanship back on appeal of a supposed technicality of words, quote, point of order, or objection. What matters to these Republicans? The people's vote? election integrity, or that they keep the same old good old boys in charge that just organize a monthly breakfast. No wonder Stacey Abrams is whipping Georgia Republicans' ass. Okay, this is from Marjorie's Twitter feed, and that's a very, very short description of what happened. There are names being named of people on, uh, on committees, people who signed on with Trey Kelly, uh, and, and his counsel uh, to upend and otherwise, um, and otherwise on appeal, by the way, um, and otherwise valid election. I mean, where else do we see that happening? I'm going to tell you something I told someone else today on one of my many phone calls about all of this. The GOP has become what and who they hate. And for those of you out there who are, who are grassroots people, that's actually to your benefit. Because once that happens, you can start beating them at their own game. But the only way you're ever going to beat the GOP establishment is to understand the rules. Because GOP establishment is, they're part of the sanctimony crowd, right? They are the moral and intellectual and political uh, superiors of the universe. That's how they think, that's how they feel, and that's how they behave which is why Marjorie's right. We are getting our asses kicked by the left, and we have been, which is why we're sitting here watching the past four years of President Trump's awesome policies, awesome liberation from eight years of Obama oppression, right, that nearly toppled the country. Let me talk about living in Egypt. He brings us out of Egypt, lands us here in the desert, and the best thing we've been able to do as we're moving into the promised land of better days to come, the best is yet to come, is to erect idols and golden calves and all of that in this desert in the way of water walkers still waiting on the 17th of every month, waiting on a certain letter of the alphabet, or, you know, all eyes revealed, whatever it is. Well, or the or the whatever the chickens that's supposed to be released, or the kraken, or the octopus—I don't know—the sea creature. And and some of you are like, "All right, we're so done with all of that." Others are not to the to the millions, okay? Because it's what they need to hang on. I'm not hanging on to that crap. I'm not hanging on to any bit of that. I'm out here rolling up my sleeves, getting busy with the rest of you. And that's what all of us should be doing right now—not sitting around bitching about the GOP establishment. Get out there and up in them. 
So if you've got, well, matter of fact, most of you have already had precinct meetings, you know, then you've got your county meetings, you've got districts, I mean, you've got your state conventions are coming up, you know, May 8th in Virginia, that's going to be a big deal, big deal, okay? And then where do we go from there? Well, hopefully you're going to join me on my tour of America First, Restoring the election, America's Election Grid and Trust. The America First Tour, Monica Matthews, America First Tour, Restoring the Election Grid and Trust. Is this possible? Yes, it is. But I want to highlight something about what Marjorie tweeted, okay? They, in fact, used chips that were three different colors for two candidates, okay? So they caused confusion from the very beginning. They had a blue chip, they had a green chip. And people literally put their respective, and they had a yellow chip. They had their respective chips that they put into solo cups. I mean, when I call this political beer pong, I'm being kind of slapstick, tongue-in-cheek, but it's really not funny. I mean, this is an election. These are the people of election integrity, right? These are the people telling you that there was no fraud, that Donald Trump should just shut up and concede and go away, hashtag move on. They want you to vote for Brian Kemp again. They don't want you to pay attention to CCP money or PPE money or any monies whatsoever. They want you to be afraid of Stacey Abrams. They want you to be afraid of your whiteness. They want you to kowtow because of your privilege. These are, this is the party. This is the party who's like, well, let's just not talk about abortion because, you know, I mean, that's just too polarizing. This is the party telling you to become moderate again. This is what they do. They put up solo cups. Solo cups. Okay? And they use parliamentary procedure to beat the living hell out of grassroots people who have either not updated their Robert's Rules of Order books in the past couple of years or, um, or revisions, okay? or they, they play on the fears of people who are afraid of being castigated. Now, most people who show up who are new are not afraid of anything. They're like, hey, what, what's the procedure? Wind us up and point us in the direction that we should go, and we'll be there because we're, we're tired of this. We're going to take our counties back. We're going to take our states back. We're not going to wait on the feds. We're not going to sit on Twitter and bitch and moan and groan about a, about a, uh, a state of the union that is, is, is it's like listening to a bunch of crows. Well, I mean, don't even give them the, you know, it's like people who complain about the entertainment industry. Well, I can't believe they're so, they're so bad. Quit watching them. Good grief. Turn it off. It's so easy, but some of you are so amused and entertained by the train wreck of it all, right? But it's like, if no one watches, you see what's happening, tanking ratings with everything in Hollywood. You know, when's the last time you watched a Grammys performance that didn't involve demonic, devil, worship, Satan's altar crap? And, I, you know, listen, I've been nominated for a Grammy. I've been on the voting committee. I mean, I, they're my people. But, you know, the demonic stuff is, how do you think we ended up here? You don't think music is used for neuro-linguistic programming just as much as your stupid Facebook pages? And y'all think you're just posting spaghetti, you know, uh, menu items. of cute little pictures of your kids and your birthday parties and your tatas and your butts and your cute bikinis and your dating pictures and, you know, the newest and latest greatest recipe. And, oh, we're going to form a secret group about our about our uh, Republican, our next GOP party, and it's going to be secret. Uh, yeah, ha-ha. Hello? Wake up. Wake up. You're being played, America. So turn that crap off. Nobody's paying attention to Joe Biden and Kamala and, and Nancy Pelosi. I mean, you, we need to be on the ground running right now. So there are procedures. Remember, remember, my hashtag at the beginning of this entire heist was Providence Process and Procedure. 
Now, I had no idea how God was going to work all of that out other than the providential piece because that's who he is. He's providential, right? But I had no idea what the pro- what, how the process and procedure, I thought it was going to be the Supreme Court. Then they screwed us and showed us who they really are, which is cool because it's good to know who someone really is, right? Because then you know, then you know what you need to be up to. Then you know what needs to change. You know, A, what to pray for. You know, uh, B, how to pray. And C, you know how to uh, combat on a state level whenever the feds have just gotten way the hell out of control. Yeah. So back to this. Fulton County, they have solo cups. Okay, somehow, somehow, this is where I'm going with election integrity. I don't care how many tours I do, how much technology and equipping and education I give you guys, um, and how many times I show you the evidence that every single thing that has a chip in it can and will be used against you in the ether, in the cyberspace, in digital space by really bad actors. Okay, it doesn't take much. We have got to become aware of how technology is just crushing us, okay? But here's the bigger component. You ready? How about the moral component to this? Yes, the party of election integrity and sanctimony could not even get it right by placing chips, no less, into a solo cup that your children and some adults are playing beer pong with at your local fraternity or, you know, Friday night trailer bash, whatever, So, yeah, could not get that right. What do I mean by that? They ended up with more chips than delegates. Hello? How does that happen? How does that happen? And and not just a few more. I mean, how how exactly? Well, I'm going to tell you how some of that happens, okay? So you just throw in a yellow one. And this is true story. This is from the ground. This is from someone who was there and watched this whole thing unfold, okay? They throw in a yellow chip that's just kind of like, well, it could be green. It could be blue, but it's yellow. Okay, so there's only two candidates, right? So who what, who's the yellow? Who gets to decide where the yellow chip goes? Well, apparently it was the incumbents team who got to choose that, and so with that, there was a point of order. Well, or rather, an objection made, and ultimately everyone decided, and the chairman agreed. The chairman of the convention, who was also stacked by the opponent, by the incumbent, rather. Um, decided that they were going to toss that election out and do it again. Line up like sheep, okay, like little kids in kindergarten. Everybody's going to line up. Put your hand on the shoulder in front of you, right? Don't pinch the cute little girl's butt in front of you and, and keep moving, right? And dump, and dump your, little, your little chip into this bowl. Let's see if we can get it right this time. Well, not only did they get it right, but Susan won. Susan beat the incumbent. And what did the incumbent do? The incumbent decided to appeal and needed, what was it, 40 to 60%, I think 40% or 60% needed to, uh, you had you needed to have uh, enough signatures uh, present in order to make that happen. Now, story has it, word has it, that the names of those folks is circulating publicly. And not for anything nefarious, just so that you know who the actors are who decided to upend a duly elected first chairwoman of ever in the history of Fulton County. Yeah, so you had chicks on that committee, uh, you had men, but, you know, we are the party of equality, remember? We're not misogynistic, nope. We're not uh, uh, into, well, I was about to say racist, but I don't even, I mean, racism's ridiculous. It's, you know, come on, it's, it's more about 
you know, having ethnic, uh, ethnic hate and, and fear in your heart toward others. Uh, what would we call that? Like a ethnic, ethnic phobia, ethnic phobe. I don't know. But these guys, uh, yes, comprised of men and women decided that they were going to appeal it. And they have, they did, they sent it to, they sent it through an appeals process and by virtue of a technicality decided that, uh, the incumbent was in fact the winner, even though I want to say he was 24 votes short. Let this serve America as, as a glaring example of how much the GOP establishment hates Donald Trump. They hated him then, and they hate him now. And they hate any one of you who is still aligned with Make America Great Again. And when I say hate, I'm not kidding. And what they're going to do is try to beat you, and they're going to try to suffocate your voice and, and strangle your voice and your vote in these county conventions and state conventions. They're going to try to take you out. And, and I'm telling you, as grassroots people, you better have a great parliamentarian present. You better. You better have someone there who understands the rules because this is how the sanctimonious ones beat the crap out of you. With the rules, that's how they do it. But thankfully, they've become the very thing they hate. And they have started to cheat and they have started to change the rules while you're moving, while you're running down the field. They pick up those little goalposts and they've become exactly who and what they hate. So, grassroots people, take my advice. Start getting very, um, uh, use your discernment on how you can use that against them. Become familiar with the rules and have people on board, on staff who can actually take these people to task through an adjudication process. I'm talking about suing people who are bad acting, who are cheating, and who are lying. And I'm telling you now, I'm not making any friends in the GOP. And if you think I care, you don't know me very well. I was asked to run last cycle for first vice chair. And literally within 24 hours, I had people digging into my life, into my finances, into my personal life, into my husband's death, my underwear size, you know, things that you could just call me and ask me. <laughs> I'd be happy to tell you. Um, I mean, it was crazy smearing campaigns. Well, you know, we're not going to support you if you can't just hide all of our stinky, dirty underwear of the party and just not talk about that on your radio program anymore. That's not nice, Monica. We at least have to give the visual of being, you know, unified. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not unifying with you. Why would I unify with a party that that is literally, and, and thank God I didn't because look what they just did. Listen to me. It was not just the left who stole your election. Do you understand that? We have a, quote, Republican, you can call him a rhino, whatever you want to call him, Secretary of State in the state of Georgia, who is suing people, David Schaefer, Georgia GOP chair right now, along with President Donald Trump. Notice I said president. President Donald Trump, along with David Schaefer, they are personally being sued for challenging the election results in two counties here in the state of Georgia. I mean, this is called lawfare. Remember, I talk about this a lot on this show. Lawfare. 
girding your loins with really good attorneys who understand what you're up against. So I'm bringing this information to you. Yes, it is my state. And yes, I have been on the phone for no less than 12 hours today about all of this mess. Um, But I'm bringing this to you because I'm telling you from experience on the ground, your states, if they're not dealing with it now, they're going to. Because this is who your enemy is, America. It is the GOP establishment. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you're looking for an enemy, it is the establishment. President Trump knows it. He's been shouting it from the rooftops. I'm shouting it from the rooftops. They gave zero support to Marjorie Taylor Greene. None. Tried to squash her from the beginning. I was here. I witnessed it myself. Now, all of a sudden, she is a force they have to contend with. You have candidates who want to run for office. This is something else to pay attention to across your states. The RNC, the GOP, I have, I've heard it from candidates' mouths who have asked for my endorsement and my support. And because I'm an LLC, I can actually do that. And I am counting on other organizations who do have a scorecard process, a, 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 a process of determining whether and where this person is on, on either side of an issue, okay, because of that scorecard process and people I align with, as well as meeting with candidates and their GCs and everything about them, right? I can do that because I am an LLC. I'm not a 501c3. I'm not a C4. I'm not hiding money. And I'm not going to be silenced with an inability to be able to tell you who someone really is. Okay? And so what I'm realizing from these guys is that they're being bullied by the GOP establishment. Who are telling them, we will redistrict your area if you align with Trump. We will not give you any funding whatsoever. And you know what? Screw them. Who cares? You guys need to be paying attention to not only my show, but others in your respective areas and determining who you're going to send money to directly. You don't have to send it through a pack. You don't need a middleman. I mean, I don't want to cut off the noses of the packs, but you don't have to do that. You can send it directly to the candidate. If you don't want your candidate to be bought off, then I highly suggest, and you want to be able to trust someone, then you give them your hard-earned money yourself. You know exactly where it's going. Send it to the website and let it be done. So here's, here's what uh, happened this afternoon, later in the day. Here was the, here was the outcome. Here's the outcome of, um, at least for now, okay, temporary outcome. Per David Schaefer, Georgia GOP chair, who I called personally to say, what the heck is going on and what are you doing about it? What's the process? What's the procedure? Remember, that's very important because there is, and there are ways to cheat. And those who play by the rules know how to create new rules and how to break the rules and how to move the rules and how to, and how to explain the rules away and how to, no, no, no. I mean, talk about, mm, this is like, uh, a playground for narcissism 101 for ghosting and, and, or what is it? Gaslighting, uh, and then ghosting. Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me, here we are. Um, David Schaefer upholds the Fulton County election of the first female chairwoman, Susan Oprasuth. State appeals committee will have the final say. This was David Schaefer's letter to Susan Oprasuth and Trey Kelly, who is the current GOP chair, who is the establishment. Brandon Siegler copied me on the decision of the 5th Congressional District Committee in the Fulton County Appeal. Alex Johnson has advised me that Susan is appealing the 5th District decision to the State Committee. Alex Johnson is an attorney. Alex Johnson is uh, representing Susan in this matter. I have conferred with parliamentarian 
important position, John White. His advice to me and my position is that the appeals process must be fully completed before there is any change in the Fulton County chairmanship from the last action taken at the county convention signed David Schaefer, chairman, Georgia Republican Party. So what does that mean? That means that Susan is currently the chairwoman of Fulton County. That is until and if they get to the state committee and somehow, some way, the Georgia establishment can create new rules to steal this election from the first woman ever elected to be a chairwoman in Fulton County. Now, why would they do that? Why would they sow seeds of dissension and attempt to do exactly what they've accused the left of doing, which is stealing? Why would they do that? And being liars and frauds, okay? Excuse me, I'll tell you. Because they hate Donald Trump, and they don't want anyone aligned with Make America Great Again. They don't want anyone aligned with Restore America. They want their power base back. And they are just mentally, intellectually, politically stunted enough as a body As a body, as a GOP establishment body, they're politically stunted, morally stunted, in my humble opinion, and and, and think that they can roll back and backstroke again far enough to where they can appeal to some some mysterious uh, constituency that doesn't exist. What they see is a vacuum of refugees, of people on the left. They're celebrating the communism of the left because they see it as an opportunity to be able to um, poach from the left. Now, I've encouraged the, the sanctimonious ones to poach from the left for years because if you believe you're the party of values and solid policy and freedom and individualism and equality and you know not fighting everyone else's wars and life and you know not clearly not necessarily in that order but if that's who you really are then why wouldn't you go poach good talent evangelize them and poach Americans period who really would like to live a very free life why wouldn't you do that no we're like the chosen ones the frozen chosen right there are there I'm and I'm not going to name them because it would be offensive to some of you there are some religions sects of religion that do not practice evangelism. They're closed societies, if you will. Now, you can, you can join variants of them, but, but, but they will not go. You're not going to find them on a street corner with a track of, like, the Jewish Jesus. Like, you're just, you're not going to find that. Um, you're, you're not, yeah, no. I mean, you're either, you're either born into that through blood or you can convert, but that's going to be of your own volition or your own aha enlightenment. It's not because somebody, you know, somebody jumped up on you and said, hey, do you know where you're going to go if you die tonight? I mean, and God bless you guys who do that, but that stuff just turns me way off. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, well, I don't know. Do you? I mean, I don't know what I'm doing five minutes from now. So, you know, wow. Is, is that how we're going with this? So, but there are certain religious sects who will do that. Okay, who do not evangelize. That's who the GOP establishment is. They put on a good show. They've got their token black people and their token Latinos and their token interracial, biracials and their token northerners and their token southerners. I mean, you, you everyone can be a token, of course, because you have to posture and 
and give the appearance of being the 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 party of uh, diversity. <laughs> but as you can see, with our very own shenanigans within the ranks, we are no more diverse than Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Sorry. It's just the truth. So whenever I went to run for the first vice chair, I looked at that crap and I prayed about it. And I was like, you know what? I got other things to do with my time. I'm not going to fight these crazy people trying to take me out because I want to actually do something well for our party and, and actually go evangelize and, and welcome people and, you know, give them the 210,000 reasons why life and liberty and equality and the Constitution are really good ideas. I mean, you know, and uh, property ownership and individualism and uh, limited government and coming home from all wars and keeping our noses out of other people's oil fields and, you know, uh, propagating our own resources here in this country. Yeah, all that, all that. Jobs and job creation and, you know, incentives for people to have opportunities to do well. Mm -hmm. Actual criminal justice reform, executing the law, due process. You know, all those things that we say we actually value, right? I mean, you know, when you meet people where they are, you're not afraid of them because of their skin color or because they're angry or because they don't understand or because they actually believe that the Democrat and the Republican Party switched at some point in history, which cannot be proven. So because it didn't happen, but because they don't know that the Republican Party were actually the, the abolitionists, you know, but when you show up with an open heart and humility and open arms and, and you're curious about them and where they are and why and why do they believe what they do? And, hey, what do you think about this? I mean, have you heard this? Well, okay, you don't agree with that. Awesome. Tell me why. Where can we Where can we meet? Where's our middle ground? Would you like to come to a meeting and, and get involved? Because I could really use someone like you who understands what it is to work really hard. I could use someone like you on my team who understands what it's like not to be able to pay your bills. Who understands what it's like to be a single parent where education is very important right, or healthcare and your children's safety and what they're learning in school, that, that unity is very important, that opportunity is important, right, that you have uh, equal access to, uh, to technology in, in the way of utilities and, and that your elections are representative of you and what's important to you. And since we both agree here on the stoop of your porch that, that you know, limited government, you don't really want people up in your business, do you? Nope, me either. You know, that you don't want your sons and daughters going off to fight other people's wars all the time, do you? Nope, me either. Oh, you lost your uncle in war? Yeah, me too. Lost someone with a couple of limbs? Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, so we're tired of that, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And, you know, we look different, but, um, but you know, but we love liberty, right? You want to be free. I want to be free. You want your kids to be safe, right? Mm-hmm, me too. Love your flowers, by the way. And, um, you know, when's the last time you had a hug <laughs> from someone who looks different than you? It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. And the only reason I say this with such conviction, compunction, and, and, and authority right now is because I'm out on the road, and that's what's happening. And people are hungry for it, and they're thirsty. I walked around D.C. First group of dudes I, I, I uh, walked up on, three black dudes who were amazing. <laughs> we laughed and you know, we probably would have hugged had everybody not felt a little awkward out in public hugging a white lady they didn't know. But but they were great, great, great dudes from Baltimore. You know, one, one, and this is why I say never judge a book. 
by its cover, one of the gentlemen actually voted for Bush. You know, I mean, he had been kind of flip-flopping between the Republicans and Democrats, and he just didn't really care for President Trump's personality. Ended up being a personality contest for him. But when you talked about policy changes and, and things that President Trump implemented, there were literally, literally crickets. Why is that? Why is that community being underserved in the way of information? I mean, as we're all in our Twitter silos, you know, what, 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 why is that? Why is that information out of the reach of people who are actually benefiting from certain policies who didn't even know it? You had no idea there were opportunity zones. You had no idea there was a First Step Act. They had no idea that there were more jobs for black Americans than in the entirety of the history of, 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 of um, monitoring those statistics here in the country for jobs for blacks and Latinos. Had no idea. So, so, there were, so it ended up being a personality contest. And that's what the GOP establishment has made it about with, with, this net, with this upcoming election cycle. So when I tell you to get involved, I need you to support my efforts. Please stay tuned to what I'm doing. Invest what I'm doing. Invest in what I'm doing with your time, your talents, your treasures. I need your help. I need your help on a multitude of levels. I'd love to know what you, how you think some things should change. How are you taking your counties back and your states back? How are you partnering with your sheriffs? How are you making sure that the feds can't come in and take your firearms? How are you making sure that your communities are unified? How are you making sure that your children are getting the right education? That they're not, um, they don't have to wear masks in school. What, what are you doing to reopen the country? I hope you're not waiting on other people to do it. I hope you're partnering with others of us who are out here doing it. Because I can't do it without you, I'm just telling you. And I haven't even started the actual bus tour yet. I mean, that's, that's next. So within the next couple of months, we will be in a, be in a city near you. And yes, I am compiling. Um, I've aggregated all of your emails, and, um, and we are coming. And right now I'm just out here doing it, you know, on my own, shaking hands and primarily in Virginia because Virginia is, you know, you got my eighth coming up and this is an election year for you, for them. This is, this is an important year for them. And so, you know, a lot of beta stuff going on in Virginia right now to ensure election integrity is restored. The election grid is restored. That's very important. So coming with solutions, technology, ideas, all that is very important. So thank you for partnering with me for now until AmericaFirstTour.com is set up. Uh, you can go to MonicaMatthews.com and you're welcome to contribute. You're welcome to contribute in the way of finances or ideas, stories, uh, stuff from the ground is very helpful for me. What's happening in your state? What's happening at your county registrar's office? Are you guys able to get, you know, the data that you need Um are you purging your polls? Like what's happening in your Secretary of State's offices? What is happening with your election um, software, hardware, in the way of machines? Are you guys back to paper ballots? Are you going to fight for paper ballots? Who are some of the great candidates that you guys are coalescing around? If you are a candidate, who are you? Uh, let's meet. Let's talk. Let's you know come on the show and talk about what you're doing. Who's supporting your efforts? What does your scorecard look like? What's important to you? Why should anyone vote for you or invest in you? I mean, I'm essentially out here campaigning right now, but for America. I'm not seeking a position of any kind. I'm in my position. <laughs> so um, thank you again 
I'm asking for your vote. I'm asking for your support in, in, in the capacity in which I feel I, in which I feel I've been called. So again, thank you. Um, I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. I will have uh, former Cobb GOP chairman, um, Jason Shepard on with me. Uh, we are going to, uh, he'll be on tomorrow's show. We're going to talk about uh, the details of how this went down. And we're also going to give you pointers on why the parliamentarian procedures are so important, why it's so important for you to have the lawfare component and people who understand the rules of engagement, who understand when and how they're being manipulated to pick up the, the, the goalposts and move them, move them down the field. You know, when you're changing, the rules committee are really important, and you got to pay attention to how they're stacked in your respective counties. And usually it's with the establishment because they stack them to their advantage. But what's happening right now is ultimately the GOP establishment is causing a schism. And you're going to see more and more fractures and fissures, and that's fine because, you know what, that's okay. Because the thing that isn't supplying a bloodline and a lifeblood to the country will eventually die off. So don't be afraid of people creating their own GOP or, I mean, their own GOP, uh, you know, office, their own delegation. Don't be afraid of that. Do not be afraid of that. I mean, if that's what it takes to splinter off, so that some, listen, I'm, st- I'm looking right now, I'm down in my office, and I have this amazingly beautiful gazebo that, I, not a gazebo, an arbor, that is, I mean, all kinds of, I have all kinds of vines and um, beautiful ivy and um, wisteria, you know, everything's blooming right now, it's gorgeous. And I'm watching these things, and it's like, if you don't, they splinter off, which is how you end up with such a cover, right? And I'm not afraid of them splintering off, but I do have to train them. That, that's what I spend most of my this season doing is getting on top of a very tall ladder and training these these splinters uh, in the direction in which I want them to go. It's the same thing. So you don't have to be afraid of it, but you don't let it grow wild, right? So if you're going to splinter off in terms of grassroots creating your own GOPs, uh, offices, and, and delegates, uh, or, or rather... Um, uh, um, offices, if you're going to splinter off and do that, then you need to understand, you know, you need to have a ground game. You need to keep things in order. And the, 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 the order's already there. You just have some really crappy actors. That's all. So you just clean the house. It doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be mean. But you have to be sober. You don't have to be vicious. We're not the left. We're not crazy. We're not doxing people and showing up at people's front doors. I mean, we're, we're not doing that. That's not who we are. We're not bum-rushing something. We're not burning stuff down. No, that's not what we're doing. But we are holding people accountable, and we are going to start adjudicating. We are going to practice lawfare. We're going to practice due process and justice as it pertains to our politics. We're going to continue draining this swamp, and we're going to get out and evangelize. And we're going to draw people to us because freedom always draws freedom lovers. That's why over 80 million people voted for Donald J. Trump. You will never convince me otherwise. And while I'm out on the road, I am proving exactly how that was stolen and how that, um, how that happened. 
It's, it will be irrefutable for anyone who sees how these things are absolutely hackable. Go watch uh, Kill Chain in old Hari, who actually happens to be around, you know, a, a uh, cyber hub in Virginia that, that I've spent some time in. Uh, Hari spent a lot of time bringing evidence to the forefront that anything that has a chip on it or in it, Chinese chips, by the way, fun fact, um, any of these little technology handheld things that you guys are using your county conventions, all that data is aggregated, by the way, every bit of it. You may as well just like, you know, call the Chinese or call Canada and just, you know, give up the goods, give up all your, all of your information. And uh, they see exactly how you're voting. And those things can be manipulated too, even on a county level. So anyone using an app that needs to stop. If you guys are that lazy, I mean, again, you see what happened with the party of morality, right? They handed out chips and they couldn't even get the colors right. They couldn't even get the number of chips versus the number of delegates right. That is a soul issue. That is a heart issue. That is not a machine issue. So that's what I mean by this is a multifaceted approach to restoring the election grid. And the first place you have to start is in your heart. That's the first place you have to start because if you're okay lying or stealing or cheating to, quote, win at something, you're a jackleg and you just don't need to be there. Sorry. I mean, that's just how it is. True story, and I'm going to let you go. I uncovered something recently about someone I have considered a family member. And I mean family This is someone I have gone to bat for, someone I've considered doing business with, someone I've cried on their shoulder, I have supported, I've put my name on the line, I have given a platform to, I've called others to support in a number of of, of ventures. Um, I have learned a lot from this person, this person's learned a lot from me, Um, entrusted this person with, you know, my heart, my mind, and and my ideas and my faith and broken bread, um, celebrated life and, you know, hard times, good times, and learned that just recently through all of this election brouhaha here in Fulton County, that there was participation on the part of this person that was, that was, um, it wasn't, it wasn't principle, it wasn't principally minded. It was preference. And think what you want about Lynn Wood. But something that Lynn left me with before I jumped over into another battlefield, because as most of you know, um, Lynn and I were on the same battlefield for a season. And then I was called to another place, and, I, and, and here I am uh, doing this tour. So I, yeah, believe me. I, 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 for those of you who like to message me and you're like, was Lynn really at the White House? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, ask him. He'll tell you. Uh, yes, he was at the White House last year, but I don't think he was there a couple of nights ago. He's probably just pulling your leg. But the one thing that man left me with, think what you want. I'm not into the whole Q stuff and all that mess, whatever. Everybody else, can, y'all can think what you want to. But he left me with, Monica, pay attention to people who are uh, preference over principle. And so I'm doing that. I'm practicing that in my personal life, in my business life, and certainly my political life. And I want to leave you with that tonight. Pay attention to people who are preferentially minded over principles. I, it, has, it has grieved me. It hasn't broken my heart because I don't allow many things to do that because my heart is mine to guard as is yours, according to the Bible. 
And why is that important? Because all of the issues of life flow out of your heart. Your heart ultimately is your spirit, man, that rests in your belly. It's very important for you to guard your heart, especially ladies. Very important, okay? And so I'm grieved. I'm grieved that I've that I have made a decision. I'm grieved that this person made the choices they did, and I've made a decision to uh, no longer allow that person into the same space that they once occupied. Because this country, my freedom, your freedom, is something that is not a matter of preference for me. I do prefer my liberty, don't get me wrong. But I've had to make some really hard decisions. I've lost a lot making the decisions I've made to stand with principle around liberty. And so I'm not going to tolerate someone else's preferential behavior. Not even someone I have loved with all my heart. Someone I have supported and I was very excited about. It grieves me. But I can't do it. Because if you'll do it now, you'll do it again. And when I see what's happening to the people that I'm hugging, that I'm fist bumping, I'm sharing a beer with, I'm having a cup of coffee with, I'm sharing a stage with, you know, when I'm listening. They're, they're pouring into me. I'm pour, we're praying with all of that. I, I, I can't. I, I cannot align. It doesn't make me better than this other person. It, it just makes me, I'm faithful. I'm loyal to you, America. That's where my heart is. And many of you don't believe that that's where President Trump's heart is and you feel like he walked off the field. I don't believe that. I believe there are many things that we are not aware of and we may never be aware of, and maybe we will. But I always say, judge someone according to the things they have produced. Judge that fruit. And there's so many things that you will never be able to argue with in the way of promises made and promises kept. He put his entire life and his family on the line. Now, whether that was an operation or he chose to do it or he won, I have no idea. And I'll be honest with you, I don't care at this point. I believe in providence, process, and procedure. And I do not believe that we've been abandoned by President Trump. I believe there are plenty of other people doing all of the abandoning right now. Open your eyes to that. It's all around you. Principle over preference. Until tomorrow, be back with you guys. I love you. Have a good night. You know where to find me. All over. Share, share, share my work. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. That helps out a lot. And uh, MonicaMatthews.com, iTunes, Stitcher. I'm everywhere. Grateful to God. Keep me in your prayers. I love you. Be good to your neighbor. Beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. <laughs>